And so finally, they listen, like, Lord, whatever you want. And Joshua's leading the people, and he, he begins to pray, and he hears from God. And here's what God says. Jo uh, Joshua chapter 6, verse, verse 1. Now they, get, they walk into the promised land, and right when they walk into the promised land, they see a problem. Because when you yield to God, and when he gives you a promise, you've got to walk through a problem to get there. They see a problem, and the problem is Jericho, one of the toughest cities in history. Now, the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. But, um, Lord, uh, they're still in there. And we're out here. Because, see, what Joshua saw was a six-foot-high outer wall, a 50-foot-high inner wall, an impregnable fortress. The walls were so thick, they could race chariots side-by-side side around them. He saw a massive problem, and God saw a promise. Because God doesn't deal in, in problems, He deals in promises. Some of us pray the problem, and we don't learn how to pray the promise. What you see and what God sees are two different things. And until you get on his wavelength and you start praying what he sees and saying what he sees and saying what he says, you'll never see what he sees. We ought to start praying what God says about us in the word. Learn how to speak in faith. I remember whenever, I've told you this story before and I love this story. Whenever Jaden was little, she's my oldest daughter. Whenever she was little, she was, I don't know, she was like seven. And phones were a big deal, apparently. Still are. What, your kids, they all want a phone, don't they? Resist for as long as you can. There's a reason Apple's telling you you're spending too much time on the screen, okay? I mean, if the creators of the product are like, you're using our product too much, there's a problem with the product. I'm just saying, just Google it. All right. When she was seven, she was like, hey, Dad, I need a phone. And I was like, you don't need a phone. Yes, I do, Dad. I need a phone. I need a phone. I want a pink phone. I was like, you're seven. You don't need a phone. She said, all the seven-year-olds have phones. I was like, if all the seven-year-olds jump off a building, you know, this is the whole thing your parents used to say. She never stopped asking me for a phone. She was incessant. She was determined. She understood that someday the father would provide her with a means of communication. She knew that if she just kept asking, she would walk into the right season and time. And now she's in college. And the father still pays for her connection and communication device. Why? Because she understood the power of asking, of seeking, of not letting go. What would happen if you would get a hold of that and say, God, I'm just going to pray a little crazy prayer. I'm going to pray a little crazy faith. This is, Joshua understands. Now listen, God gives these instructions. Y'all come play a little music, Richie. March around the city. Listen to this. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do it again. Ah, do it for six days. Have seven priests. Listen how specific God is. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. And when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Y'all give a loud shout. Every campus, go. Then the wall of the city will collapse. Sometimes your victory is waiting on your praise. 
And sometimes we're waiting on a victory to give God praise. What if you shouted before the victory ever happened? What if you realize I've already won the battle because I'm on the right side? I read the back of the book and we win. God is able. Now this is crazy. He gives crazy instructions. And I love Joshua's response. Immediately. Verse 6. So. Everybody say so. That's a coordinating conjunction. Here's what that means. That means what's getting ready to happen is, to, is, is a direct result of what was just said. So there's zero time in between the word and the work. So Joshua called the priests and said to them, and he gives them all the instructions that God gave to him. What would happen if instead of arguing with God, you just obeyed God? I wonder how many miracles God is waiting to give you. You just have to obey. God gives you, listen, we're a church of next steps. Everybody say next steps. Can, can I, can I, I just want to challenge you. Give me a year. Give me one year. Everybody say one year. Just give me one year. Listen, I want you, we want you to do four things. We want you to know God. We do that on the weekends. We want you to find freedom. We do that in groups because you need somebody to come alongside you in your life. We have over 600 groups. Go to our website. Ask anybody on the dream team. Get in a group. We want you to discover your purpose. Everybody was created on purpose for a purpose. You have a purpose. Go through Growth Track today at all of our campuses. You can go in Growth Track. You can discover your purpose. And then four, we want you to make a difference. You can jump on the dream team, serve, go on missions, help people, serve our city. It'll shock you what will happen in one year if you'll just consistently do what God is putting in front of you. Even like you say, well, that sounds real simple. The battle plan sounded real simple, but it also sounded ridiculous. Like, can you imagine explaining that to fighting men? Okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, okay, we're going to need our swords. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're, the flaming arrows. We're going to need to scale the walls. No, no, no. Shh, be quiet. Stop talking. We're going to march around the city. And then we're going to go back home. Yeah, okay. How can we get like a bunch of chants and jeers and talking a bunch of smack? No, 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 no. We're not going to say anything. Do you realize that God never commanded the people to be quiet? Joshua did. Because sometimes God won't silence the haters. He is allowing you to do that in your life. And if you surround yourself with the wrong people, you'll never walk where God called you to walk because they will talk you out of something God's trying to walk you into. Get around the right people. Can I tell you this? God's promises don't have expiration dates. This is a 400-year-old promise that God's getting ready to make good on. And so they walk around the walls of the city for six days quietly, not saying anything. You got to know the first day was weird, right? It's just weird. Like, what? What are we doing? Shh, can't say anything. First day's got to be weird. Second day's got to be weird. But you got to know by the third day, Jericho's freaking out. You got to know they're there screaming at him. What are you guys doing? This is a great battle plan. By the third day, the soldiers are walking with such confidence. 600,000 Jews walking around. You got to know that Jericho's freaking out. On the sixth day, they're like, do something. For the love of your Yahweh, do something. And on the seventh day, they don't just walk one time. They walk seven times. 
I wonder if the walls didn't start shaking just a little bit and the people of the city begin to realize the power that's in front of them. Listen, your enemy knows that when you begin to obey what God has laid in front of you, he does not stand a chance. And on the seventh time around, they blew the trumpets. They shouted unto God with a voice of triumph and the walls fell. I wonder what would happen if you shout before the victory is yours. You shout like God has already done it. You shout like God has already come through. Listen, I'm going to go a little old school on you. Stand at every, every campus. I'm going to have you sit down in just a minute, but stand. Stand, 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 stand. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to stay where you are. Don't anybody leave. I'm going to let you out. You're gonna, you'll be able to beat the Baptist and Luby's. We'll, we'll get there. I'm, I'm playing. We have a lot of Baptists here. Back when I was a kid. Now, I used to, I, I'll tell you, I'm Baptist, okay? So we get a little wild every now and then. My dad or a bishop or somebody get up there and say, I wonder what would happen if you would worship God like your answers already happened. Now, you know, you can say it's crazy and you can say it's ridiculous, but it's also in Joshua chapter 6. They worshiped, they screamed, they went wild like the answer had already come to pass. And in the moment that they obeyed and they preceded the problem with praise, the walls fell. I'm going to count to three. And every campus on the count of three, I want you to lift your voice. I want you to shout into God with a voice of triumph. Now here, before we do that, here's my question. What's your Jericho? What's your Jericho? Is it your marriage? Is it your career? Is it the ministry? Is it total surrender to God? Whatever. Maybe your kids are wild and crazy. Maybe maybe you just, you're dealing with doubt and fear and anxiety and depression. Here's what I can tell you. That stuff can break off of you today. It can break off of you right now. Listen, I know it's a little crazy. I don't even care. Let's let God do a work. I preach as good as I can preach. I gave it to you. Let's let God do what he does, okay? I'm going to count to three. Actually, I'm going to count to seven. I like that better. And when we get to seven, I want you at every campus to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And let's shake the walls of every campus. Let's let, let's let something pop in the spirit realm over the city of Houston. Let's let God do something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Texans, or the Cowboys, or the Saints, or whoever your team is, you get a little wild. What if we got a little wild for the champion who's on the field right now? And we know he's already won. The battle has been fought. It is already over. I read the back of the book, baby, and we win. He rose again on the third day, on the devil's best day. He lost the keys to his own house. Don't let him have the keys to your house. We serve a victorious Savior, he's alive. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, sit down, let me pray for you. Uh, 
Thank you, Lord, for this amazing church. Thank you for the strength that you have given us. Thank you for what we feel so rich, so strong, permeating the atmosphere right now. God, I pray that you would set somebody's soul up right now for that moment of surrender. Nobody looking around at every campus. Here's the gospel. You're a sinner. You desperately need Jesus. You know you don't feel like you're where you're supposed to be. And the tug on your heart right now is God saying, let, let me, let me save you. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And in this moment, he wants to save you. The Bible says acknowledge him and he will acknowledge you. So if you know you need to put Jesus in the right place in your life, no hesitation. Put your hand in the air and say, that's me. He's not in the right place. Hands all over the room. Thank you. Left to right, front to back. I see you. Every campus is lift that hand. Here's what we're getting ready to do. We're going to pray. We're all going to pray together. And then our campus pastors are going to each come. Everybody stay where you are. They won't hold you long. Then we'll dismiss you. This is the most important moment in our service. This is the moment when people say, okay, I'm going all in. Can we pray this prayer together out loud? Lift your voice. Jesus, I trust you with my life. I believe you're the son of God. You died on a cross. You rose again so that I can be free. So I'm no longer bound. I trust you with my life. I repent of my sins. And I'm asking you, Jesus, to be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give him an ovation of worship. Come on, give him an ovation of worship.